Hey, family, welcome to A Moment in the Word. Hopefully there's three things that will be done here. One, you will hear the word. Two, you will receive the word. And three, you will share the word. Now let's get to it. Grace and peace. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we're going to rejoice and be glad in it. How y'all doing? You know, my bronchitis is acting all the way up, but nevertheless, I refuse to be defeated because God is exalted. Amen. And as I said yesterday, his name is Jehovah Rapha, God, our healer. So I'm here present. See, I got my kit. I got a whole roll of toilet paper. So if I start leaking, I got what I need. You know, I, I got what I need so we can take care of work. So we can take care of things and keep on going. Right. Okay. All right. I got a lot to talk about today and I'm going to talk about it as long as my nose don't run all over the place. Good morning, Catrice. How are you, my dear? All right. So again, welcome to a moment in the word. I am Elder Dana T. Sammy. I'm the pastor of DSM Outreach Service right here in the city of Detroit, right? <laughs> that, that's who I am. And what is our motto? Changing lives one person time through the word of God. Amen. Amen. First of all, let me say to you all, I appreciate all of the prayers, all of the get well soons, all of the greetings. I appreciate all of that. I do. Uh, I am not broke down. You know, and we don't believe in getting on the sick and shut in, but it's the heal, set free and deliver list. Right. So I'm at the top of the list today. That's all I can tell you. I'm at the top of the list. Uh, second of all, second of all, which should be first. We in service on Monday. We 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 on. I mean, we on service on Saturday, this Saturday, September the 3rd in two days. We are in service. Mm, I can't wait to see you guys. I missed you all last month, but that's okay. We're going to be on point. We're going to be on deck come this Saturday. We're going to be in service and we're going to have a high time in the Lord. I don't care who don't show up. I'm going to be there. And I want you to be there too. When you come, I want you to bring all your prayer requests. I want you to bring all your concerns. I want you to bring your testimonies. Bring them with you because somebody that's there needs to hear what you got to say because that's what it's all about. When we give those prayers, those testimonies, when you give those stories of God's goodness and his greatness, you encourage somebody else in faith. Somebody that has give up, given up. And that's what I'm talking about today. Today, we're going to talk about that, about the folks who given up. Amen. Don't give up. God is so good. Hey, Mo. Um, the other thing, you know, for you all who have purchased this book, A Moment in the Word, if you've got your book, bring your book with you to service on Saturday because I promise you I'm going to sign it. And you say in service where? We're going to be in service at 13925 Linwood Avenue at the corner of Oakman. So come on out. I don't care who you are. I don't care what color you are. I don't care what your height, your shape, your lifestyle. I don't care about any of those things. The only thing that I'm concerned about is that you what? Make sure you show respect and dignity to the house of God. Simple as that. That means that I don't want to see all your parts. Cover up your boobs, pull your pants up. That's it. That's all I ask. That's all we gonna, That's all I ask because we're going to have dignity in the house of the Lord. Everybody else, y'all, come on. 
Like I tell you all the ladies, if you got your wigs on, put your name in it. Because if you start shouting and it come off, the usher's going to collect it at the door. Amen. Amen. For those that you all are smoking it herbally, I want you over there in the section over there. Because, you know, it might smell good to you, but it don't smell good to everybody else. So we got a smoking session too. I don't want nobody that want to be in the house of the Lord. I don't want nobody. Nobody. That wants to be there not to be present because God is the God of the whole earth, not just a certain group of people, because it's going to be a whole lot of y'all. If you make it to heaven, y'all going to be outdone because the people that you didn't think supposed to be there going to be there waiting on you. Huh? You know, you're going to get there. You're going to find out there's not a Baptist section, an AME section, a Pentecostal section, a apostolic section. You're going to find out that guess what? As according to the word of God says that we all are one body having many members. That's just like this hand. It has a thumb and four fingers, but together we work as a hand. And that's the same thing with the body of Christ. We might have different, different doctrines, but we still one. We still one body. Oh, that's deep for somebody. I know it. Anyhow, that's that. So I want to make sure that you are there. Then. Outside of bringing your book and all of those things, I want to let you know that I want you all to do the work of the evangelist. I want you to share the word of God, right? Because everybody's not on social media, but we also have a podcast. Direct them to the podcast. It's entitled A Moment in the Word. Look for the purple and black DSM logo. You can find it on Spotify, Buzzsprout, Apple, wherever you listen to your podcast. It's there. And then, of course... This is not last, but it's definitely important. I want to send a big shout out to Jamila, right? Jamila has been with us for a couple of months. I don't know who introduced her to us, but you know, all are welcome to DSM, right? Anyhow, Jamila has been with us every day, be it live or on replay, she's been there and she's always been commenting, always something, always something. So she has been asking me, and as far as I'm concerned, you all too, because we together, you know, she has been inboxing me and giving me her concerns and laying some things before the Lord. And like I told her, God is going to work it on out. And each and everything that she has entrusted to me, God has worked it all out. So the last thing that she had entrusted to me was the fact that, you know what, Elder, I got to go take an exam. I got to go take this exam for nursing and I, I got to go take this exam. And I told her, God is going to work it out. And you all heard me tell her when we were on Saturday, I told her, call me before you get ready to go and take the exam. And it was so funny. Yesterday at 1.30, she sent me a text. Elder, is it okay for us to call? Absolutely. Y'all know me. I return phone calls. So she called me. We prayed. And then I put it up there on the timeline for you all to pray as well for her. Right. Because we know God's word says and it says and it's so true that if any two or more gather together as in touching and agreeing, he will be in the midst. One can send a thousand flight, two can send ten thousand flights. So we all got together and we prayed for Jamila. And lo and behold, I was blessed because she called me on the phone crying and I'm like, hello, who is it? Elder, it's me. Hey, me. She say, you the first phone call that I made because 
I passed. And so I told her, make sure she put on the timeline that she passed because you all needed to know your prayers avail much. That's what God's word say. The prayers of the righteous avail much. Amen. Amen. Come on, y'all. Let's pray. Y'all ready? Come on, let's pray. Get your Bibles. We're going over to Matthew chapter 6, starting at verse 9. Come on, y'all ready? I know, I know I'm dragging because look at y'all know I ain't I ain't up, I ain't at 100, but I think I'm about at 80, at least 85. Come on, y'all, let's go. Our Father, come on, y'all, call his name. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in the earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom. Oh, come on, y'all. And the power and the glory forever. Amen and amen. Come on, y'all. Y'all know I'm out listening. I told y'all I ain't at a hundred, but I'm about at 85. I'm about at 85. If you have your Bibles, I want you to come on going over to Psalms 119 with me. And we're going to go to Psalms 119 verse 169 to 176. That's where we're going. Now, I don't know what God going to take us after that, but that's where we're going to start at. Amen. Because, you know, sometimes, and I'm sure some of you all are feeling it, right? Some of y'all are feeling it. You know, seems like, you know, we done been out of church. We ain't been to church. We ain't been in fellowship. Sometimes stuff is going on over us or whatever, whatnot. And we feel like God has forgotten us. We feel like we are out of the will of God. We feel like, hey, you know what, Lord? I don't feel your presence no more. But I want to let you know, you ain't the only person that felt that way. Elder done felt like that too, right? And obviously, somebody here who wrote the book of Psalms felt it again. So come on. We're going over to Psalms 119. We're going to verse 169 through 176. Hey, let's get there. Y'all there? Give me a thumbs up. Give me a, give me a like button. Let me know you're there. Amen. It says, let me cry. Let my cry come near before thee, O Lord. Give me understanding according to thy word. Let my petition, Lord, come near you. Lord, hear my cry. Don't turn your back on me. Lord, I know you said that your ear is close unto me. Lord, I need you to hear my cry. Let my supplication, let my prayers Come before thee. Let my travailing in the spirit. You know when we get down before the Lord. And we lay prostate. Right? When we get down to the bottom of it. And we get before the Lord. And we say Lord. This is the supplication of my spirit. I'm speaking in the spirit. Sometimes I ain't even got the words. Sometimes you know how when you're in that bed of affliction. And sometimes that pain hits you so bad. Where you just get that old prayer. You, you know what I'm saying? That's that. That's that supplication. You made all of us proud, baby. But more so over, you made God proud. Amen? Amen. And that's all that matters. Are you proud of yourself? Absolutely. Even if you had failed that exam, I'm still your cheerleader. Amen. Because I represent the body of Christ. I am God's child. I don't have no favoritism. I don't look down on nobody. So even if you hadn't failed, you know what I was going to do? Tell you dust yourself off, get up and come on. We're going to study for the next one. See, that's me because I don't accept no for an answer. I don't say except quitting and because God doesn't either. God tells you that this race is not given to the swift, but to those that endure. 
That means that if you don't get it right the first time, you keep on going. It's just like a baby that walks, right? And so for those of you all who hear me divert, Jamila said, you know, I hope I made all of you all proud. She put it on the timeline. So just in case you all wonder who I'm talking to or what happened, I'm responding to her to let her know same thing with you all. Same thing that I'm talking about today. When we feel like we've let God down, I want to let you know God hears our prayer. He hears our prayers and he is graceful. He's merciful. He's a loving father. And when we go before his throne of grace, when we humble ourselves before him, when we turn around and come undone, when we take off all the makeup, all the clothes, when it's just us and God, when we take off the wigs, when we turn around and take off all the titles, all the names, when you take off your pay stub, when you take off those things that make you feel like you somebody, it's just you and God. You come naked before him. Right? Naked in the spirit. You naked before him. And it's just you and God. And you go to him and you be honest with him. And you say, Lord, here I am. Just as it is. And this is what's going on in my life. And Lord, I need you to hear my prayer. That's what it says over in Psalms 119 and verse 70. He says, let my supplication come before thee. Deliver me according to thy word. Right. God said he would make a way of escape. He would make a way of escape when your enemy encamped themselves around you. He said that he would deliver you in all thy ways. He said that he would bring you comfort when your heart is heavy. He said that he would give you the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. That's what his word says. So he says, I will deliver you. According to thy word. Hey, Tracy, I see you in a minute, love. Mwah. He says, my lips shall utter praise when thou hast taught me thy statues. What does that mean? It means that no matter how I feel, no matter what the circumstances are, no matter what people say, I'm going to praise you, God. See, that's just like me. I told y'all my bronchitis is whooping on me right? Nose is congested the whole nine yards, but I'm going to praise God. Even while I'm sitting here with a cup of tea and my toilet paper, cousin Martha, listen, I believe God for everything. And no matter what state I'm in, I'm going to glorify God. And that's the same thing with you. I know you might be feeling like, you know, Lord, I done fell short. You feel like you ain't heard the voice of God. It looks like God has left your presence. I'm here to let you know that's when you are in your still moment. That's when you are in that time of supplication prayer. That's in your time of fellowship that you sit back and you commune with the Holy Spirit. Because it ain't nobody but the devil that will tell you that God don't love you. See, you got to turn around and walk away from the spirit of confusion because we know that the enemy is a liar, right? He's the father of lies and he comes to steal, kill, destroy. But most importantly, he comes to deceive the very elect. So here it is, you on fire, Holy Ghost filled, speaking in tongues, looking at miracles, signs and wonders happen all the time as God is using you. And then all of a sudden, the enemy come to you and tell you, God don't love you. He done with you because of something that you have done. 
God's word knows that none of us are perfect. We all fall short, but he's a loving father. We all miss the mark at one time or another, but that's when you get up, dust yourself off, and you keep moving because it's only the enemy that will tell you those negative thoughts that you're going to hell. It's only the enemy that will give you those negative thoughts saying that you're not pleasing to God. God loves you. You are the apple of his eye. So why would he turn around here and pull you into a position of damnation and curse you? Think about it. He's God all by himself. He's your creator. If God was displeased with you, don't you think he would punish you? He don't need nobody's permission. Who can take you out of the hand of God? Paul said it best over in Romans. He said, I'm fully persuaded. I'm convinced. That nothing can separate me from the love of God. Not principalities, not powers, not dominions, not thrones. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. So when the enemy comes to tell you that you've fallen short, when he comes to tell you that you've lost your way, you remind him, no, I haven't lost my way because God's word is a lamp unto my feet. He guides my footsteps. He's blessing my coming in and my going out. He's blessed everything that I touch. So I don't care what you might say. I don't care about how you try to come against me because my response to that, when I resist the enemy for what he says to me, I resist him with the word of God. First of all, you take authority over it by saying, you know what? I bind each and every mind-binding spirit that comes against me. You sit back and you put the word of God on it. And you tell them, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God. To the pulling down of strongholds, casting down every imagination and high thing that exhausts itself against the knowledge of God. Bringing it into captivity to the obedience of Christ. The word of God will arrest the enemy. Cast him down. Those imaginations, those things that he brings about to bring doubt, worry in your life. Amen. Anytime the devil tells you, them thoughts come against you and tell you that you falling short or something's wrong. You turn around and repeat the opposite because the enemy is going to lie. And he's going to try to get in your thought process. And don't let y'all be some of those who been smoking the herbals or been drinking. See, he wants you to turn around. That, that's him setting you up. Because when you sit there and tell yourself, oh, I'm going to go and get high. So now you have turned around and you just started drinking. You just started smoking. And so now at this point, now the enemy has more influence over you because you ain't even thinking straight. You're not thinking with clarity. So whatever the problem now, it has magnified itself. You done turned around and took you some type of medication, some type of pills or whatever. Now the enemy has magnified it. Why? Because you're not in a conscious state. See, this is the reason why the Bible tells us to beware of the strong drink because the strong drink is spirits. Y'all ain't ready for me today. Because once you sober up, guess what? The situation is still there. And if you tried to handle it while you was under the influence, now it's worse. Don't let the enemy put you in a position to think that you are less than the apple of his eye. Don't let the enemy put you in a position 
Don't let him put you in a position where he done backed you up in the corner and now he knocking you upside the head and you feeling like your knees is getting ready to get weak. It's that time when you stand up and you come out swinging. And when you come out swinging, you hit him with a two-piece of the biscuit, right? And that two-piece of the biscuit, you start off recanting the affirmations of God. I am the apple of my father's eye. I am a royal priesthood. I am a peculiar people. God said what? He would open doors for me that no man would close. He said that he would bless my coming in and going out. He said that he would be with me as a mighty strong tower. He said that when the enemy rises up against you as a flood, that he will pose a standard. Even when it comes to overtake you, you can hold on to God. You can hold on to his word because it's not going to move. It's not going to return void. His word is going to do what it's set out to do. It's going to accomplish that. So whatever God has for you, it is for you. And can't nothing and nobody take it away from you. And most importantly, as we go through here, what does it say here in, in, one, in verse 172? My tongue shall speak of thy word and all thy commandments are of righteousness. We just said that. The word of him, the affirmations of God, right? When he says, I am more than a conqueror. You got to respect the word of God on the enemy when he comes against you and try to tell you, you done fell short. You less than, not to me, not today or tomorrow. No. Uh-uh. Verse 173, let thy hand help me for I have chosen my precepts. What? God says, are you too short or too far away that he can't reach you? God will come and snatch you up and out. All you got to do is make a petition. All you got to do is supplicate. Get before it. Call his name. Verse 75 says this, and it says, I have longed for thy salvation, O Lord, and thy law is my delight. Let my soul live and it shall praise thee and let thy judgments help me. I have gone astray like a lost sheep. Seek thy servant, for I do not forget thy commandments. Why? Because God has hid his word in your heart. That you may not sin against him. That means that when you go over here to Psalms 119 where we are, go back to verse 11 where it says this, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. That means that no matter what comes up, what comes may, the word of God is there to convict thee, to correct thee, to lead thee, to guide thee, to comfort thee. God's word is ever present. So don't feel like you have gone astray. Don't listen to the enemy when he tells you that God no longer loves you. He's not happy for you. I'm going to tell you this. God is married to the backslider. You can't get away from God even if you try. Amen. Amen. This has been a moment in the word. I love you. And there's absolutely nothing you can do about it. I'll see you later. Thank you for joining us today in a moment in the word. Again, as I said in the beginning, I hope that there was three things that you took away here. One, that you were able to hear the word. Two, that you received the word. And three, that you go and share the word. Remember, right here, we change your lives one person at a time through the word of God. I love you, and there ain't nothing you can do about it. <laughs>